Welcome to the Shalhaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. Before I kick into the service this morning or the, the message today, a question for us to ponder and to think about. And the question is this, we looked at it last week. Do you know about the Holy Spirit or are you building a friendship with the Holy Spirit? I'll say it again. Do you just know about the Holy Spirit or are you building a friendship with the Holy Spirit? Incredibly important question to ponder and to reflect on how you answer that question. And, you know, last week we started the series called The Helper and we looked at some of the myths surrounding the person of the Holy Spirit. And we also looked at why we need the Holy Spirit and looked at a number of scriptures that dealt with why Jesus sent the Holy Spirit. He sent the Holy Spirit and said it will be to our advantage. And I want to just list a few of them, list a few of the advantages that come as a result of the Holy Spirit being sent. The Holy Spirit empowers us to be a witness for Jesus. The Holy Spirit helps us. The Holy Spirit guides us. The Holy Spirit reveals truth to us. And the Holy Spirit is there to be our constant companion. And, you know, I think about just those thoughts there. This should be enough to help us to stop and evaluate our understanding of the Holy Spirit. Based on those thoughts there, the advantages that Jesus said would come as a result of the Holy Spirit being poured out on that great day of Pentecost. So today we're going to continue to continue to look at what it means at developing a friendship with the Holy Spirit. And we're going to be looking at what it means, uh, what, what, what place holiness has within our lives in relation to building a friendship with the Holy Spirit. What place does holiness have in our lives, the importance of that, in relation to building a friendship with the Holy Spirit? Well, this week as we were reading, I was encouraged again and reminded out of our readings in our journal, out of the book of Acts chapter 9, verse 31, it says this, and it says, And they were walking in the fear of the Lord, talking about the early disciples. They were walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, they were multiplied. I love that word there, in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, we might be thinking where they hear that, you know, the Holy Spirit coming alongside and patting us on the back and saying, there, there. Well, I want to say when you look at that word with a little bit more depth, we see that that word there is defined as a calling to one's aid. One that comes to encourage, one that comes to exhort, one that comes to console. And when I think about that, I'm so encouraged in the thought, and you should be today as well, in that the fact that the Holy Spirit has got our back. No matter what we're going through, no matter what we're facing in life, the Holy Spirit is there for us, comforting, encouraging, exhorting us and consoling us as we go through life, if we choose to make Him a greater friend. And as we journey through the book of Acts, we see not just the work of the Holy Spirit enacted and played out, but we also see people learning what it means to have a friendship with the Holy Spirit as well. And this is the journey that we've been looking on. In fact, I'm encouraged by the words of Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. Paul says this about the Holy Spirit. He says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. And we look at that word there, communion. That word there, literally communion, is translated as friendship or fellowship. 
I believe that Paul discovered and developed a deep friend, friendship with the Holy Spirit. And I believe that God wants each of us to further develop a friendship with the Holy Spirit, knowing what it means to be a friend of the Holy Spirit. So the question today, one of the questions today that we're looking at is this. How do we develop a friendship with the Holy Spirit? If it's important for us to do that, how do we do that? Well, in order for us to be able to do that, we need to understand His nature. And in order to be able to do that, we need to look at the name, His name. His name is Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. In fact, His name is mentioned 96 times in the New Testament alone as the Holy Spirit. And it's interesting for us to know that one of the characteristics of God is that God is holy. In fact, I love some, some encouragement out of the Old Testament about the holiness of God. It says in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 2, it says, No one is holy like the, the Lord, for there is none besides you. Besides you. In Psalm 93, verse 5, it says this about the holiness of God. It says, your testimonies are very sure. Holiness adorns your house, our Lord, forever. And it's interesting to note the definition of the word holy is this, that which is sanctified or set apart for divine or godly service. Think about there. That is that which is sanctified or set apart for divine or godly service. In fact, um, if we looked at the Old Testament verse of God's encouragement to His people, and I believe it applies to us as well, we see in Leviticus chapter 19, verse 2, about this characteristic of holiness. It says, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. The word holy has the same meaning there. It's translated as being sanctified, set apart for divine or godly service. So the thought this morning is this. Today, for us to develop a friendship with the Holy Spirit, we must be willing to learn what it means to be holy and discover the place of holiness in our lives. If the Holy Spirit is called the Holy Spirit and one of the attributes of God is holiness, then I think the way that we develop a deeper relationship and friendship with the Holy Spirit is learning again or learning for the first time what it means to be holy and discover the place of holiness in our lives. And the thought this morning is this, what holiness is not? Holiness is not about striving for perfection. I'll get that right. It's not about striving for perfection. You know, we, we think about, um, I thought about, I was reminded of the story of some of the, the early century monks in their service to God and their pursuit for being holy and they used to, to whip themselves. They would physically have a, a short whip and they would whip their backs every time they had a, 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 an impure thought or a, a thought that was conflicting or an evil thought. They would whip themselves. That's not holiness. It's not striving for perfection. Also say holiness is not about perfection, but it's about relationship. Holiness is not about external facade of godliness either. In fact, when we think about the people that Jesus had the most dislike for, for they were the Pharisees and the, the Sadducees. These people had an outward expression of holiness, but inwardly they were far from holy. And you know, today we see too many Christians that appear to be holy. They can pray big prayers, they can speak in tongues and have great faith. But yet what comes out of their mouths in the way of gossip and slander is completely unholy. In fact, in 
2 Timothy chapter 3, in your own time for your reading, 2 Timothy chapter 3, Scripture warns us about the dilemma of having an outward holiness. So that's what holiness is not, I believe. So today, the other question is, well, then what is holiness? And it's simply this. Living a holy life, it's about daily setting our lives apart. It's about living to please God through our thoughts and our words and our actions. It's an inner desire to live every day for Jesus. That's what a, a, a life that's pursuing holiness looks like. It's an inner desire to live every day for Him. It's, it's about having a holy hatred for sin in our lives. It's, it's sustaining those things that we know disappoint uh, our God, amen, and disappoint the one that lives within us, the Holy Spirit. So this morning or today as we, we just look at this, how important is the pursuit of holiness in our lives? Well, there's a huge scripture to look at today, not in length, but in, in impact. It says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14, it says, Pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. Listen to that again. Pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. I believe without all, with, with, with all of my heart, it's so important that we understand today more than ever before the place of holiness in our lives, in our relationship with God, but more importantly, as we're talking today, in our relationship to the Holy Spirit. But the good news today is this. The good news is that the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives is to help to make us holy. The Holy Spirit is working within us to create within us more of a picture of what it means to live like Jesus. His role in our lives is to help us to understand what it lives, means to live a holy life so that we can continually be transformed into the image of Jesus. And I love that. The Holy Spirit's work is to help us to become more like Jesus. But there's a few things that I believe along the way that we need to do as well. And I'll give you three thoughts that I believe that help us in building a, a friendship with the Holy Spirit. And number one is this. The number one thought today is this. Number one, realize the language of the Holy Spirit is holiness. His language is holiness. We need to learn holiness in order to get closer to the Holy Spirit. And the thought this morning I want to throw out, you're not going to like me for this at all, but I want to say it to you today. Are there things in our lives the Holy Spirit is asking us to stop doing or to give up? Are there, are there sins, are there attitudes within us that the Holy Spirit is asking us to stop or to put aside because it's affecting our friendship with Him? You know, I love the story in Exodus chapter the 3. When Moses came into the presence of God, that burning bush experience, Moses had to take off the sandals, the shoes that, were, that he was wearing because the ground that he was about to enter upon was holy ground. And I love that picture there because it, to me it speaks a lot about our lives and how that there are things and sometimes stuff that, that gets in the way of our relationship with God and in particular the friendship of the Holy Spirit. Things that are in our lives, uh, resentments, attitudes, secret sin, whatever, with stuff that's within us that's affecting our fellowship and friendship with the Holy Spirit. And I believe the more that we understand the language of the Holy Spirit is holiness, the more we'll understand the importance of putting those things off so that we can have a deeper, intimate relationship with Him. Now, more power in our lives comes from a greater presence of the Holy Spirit. More peace 
comes from a greater relationship with the Holy Spirit. More strength for life comes from understanding and building a deeper friendship with the Holy Spirit. And you know, often we can complain and, and think, God, where are you? And maybe what we need to do is rather than, than say, well, God, where are you? Maybe we need to ask the question and start to look within and say, I, am I really making room for the Holy Spirit in my life and in my world? Am I taking the time to, to build that friendship, to create that, that attitude and that, that, that pursuit of holiness within me to have more of Him in my life and ultimately through my life. So number one, realize the language of the Holy Spirit is holiness. Number two, take time to tune into his voice and listen. Take time to tune into his voice and listen. The greatest way we surrender our lives, um, uh, the, the greatest way is to surrender our lives each day to the Holy Spirit and listen for his promptings and nudgings each and every day. But the truth is the distraction of multitasking and all the stuff that we have going on in our lives, all the social media, all of the, the prompts that we receive on our phones and our computers, we're bombarded 24-7 and we can find it hard to have that time where we just purely focus on our relationship with the Holy Spirit and take the time to learn to listen to His voice and follow the promptings, the nudgings that He gives us throughout our day. I believe we have to have a quiet time to tune into the Holy Spirit signal. And that's why I believe again and reiterate with all of my heart, it's so important that, that you're journaling, it's so important that you take the time every day as we're working through the book of Acts to take some time to sit down, find a quiet place, open up the Word of God, speak to the Holy Spirit, ask Him to speak to you and encourage you about what it is that He's saying to you through and in and by the Word. Amen. So the second thought is take time to tune into His voice and listen. And lastly, how do we develop a greater friendship with the Holy Spirit? Well, we be obedient to His promptings. Promptings. John chapter 16, verse 13, Jesus said, However, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you. Don't you love that? When He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you. And I believe that He wants to guide us and to lead us, but we've got to be willing to follow the prompts. In fact, in a next week or the week after, I think it is, not next year, probably in two weeks' time, we'll be in Acts chapter 16. There's a great story there about the apostles being restricted by the Holy Spirit in going to Asia and then Him ultimately sending them to Macedonia. And they, were, they, they, they thought that this is the direction that they need to take, but the Holy Spirit came and, and, and encouraged them not to go down that path. And ultimately they went down the path that they needed to go, preached the gospel and a stack of people got saved because of that. And I believe that for us, if we're going to build this friendship, we need to realise that His language, we, 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 we get closer to the Holy Spirit as we develop this attitude of holiness. We build a friendship with the Holy Spirit as we take time to tune into His voice and we listen to Him. And then lastly, we be obedient to His promptings as well. Whatever the Holy Spirit asks us, we do because we know that whatever the Holy Spirit asks us, it will never harm us or hurt us. It will ultimately be for our good, even though we might face some persecution along the way. So today as we conclude, I, <clears throat> I just want to finish with just a couple more thoughts about our relationship with the Holy Spirit. And a thought that I wrote down, I believe, is just um, so important for us to hear. <clears throat> we, can't live, we can't live without the forgiving grace of God through Jesus. 
but we can live without, without an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit if we choose to. Say it again as we conclude, we can't live without the forgiving grace of God through Jesus, but we can live without an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit if we choose. I believe God wants us to get a fresh desire for the Holy Spirit more than ever before. In this season, as we, we start to regather as a church, as we start to regather as a community in this place, as we start to gather and worship together, I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to move in us and through us and ultimately touch the community in around us and see people come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. But that will only happen as we're filled with the Holy Spirit and we understand that His language is holiness. Amen. The greater holiness we have. As we finish today, Jeremiah chapter 29, a great challenge to us. And I want to throw it out to all of us today as we conclude. But the thought this morning today is this. When was the last time you experienced a Jeremiah chapter 29 moment? You might be thinking what, what that moment is. What does it look like? Well, I'll read it to you. It's very encouraging. It says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me. Listen to that. You will call upon me and go and pray to me. But it goes on. And I will listen to you. But this is the thought. This is the challenge. And you will seek me and find me when you search with me with all of your hearts. When you search for God with all of our hearts, we will find him. Or as the scripture says, God saying, I will be found by you when we seek him with all of our hearts. I believe that this is a time that we need to be seeking God with all of our hearts. As we do that, the Bible says that we will find him. Amen. And find him we need to, friends, in this season and time of life that we're in more than ever before. We need the indwelling work of the Holy Spirit working within us. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to have hearts and lives that are open to the indwelling presence of God working in us and through us because there is so much at stake. We need to be filled every day. Well, I hope this morning you received something from the word as we share about friendship with the Holy Spirit. Next Sunday morning, we're going to be talking about how do we hear the voice of the Holy Spirit? How, how do we discern His voice? How do we Hear the voice of, of the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. And next Sunday morning, we're going to be spending our morning talking about that. But today, there might be people here today that have never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour. And today, we want to give you an opportunity to make the greatest decision that you could ever make with your life. And that is to ask Jesus to become your Lord and Saviour. You know, He died on the cross to pay for our sin. He paid a penalty that we could never pay. And He did that willingly. Why? Because He loves us with an everlasting and unending love. But friends, the truth is our sin, our rebellion against God separates us from a loving God. And Jesus has become the bridge between um, 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 heaven and earth, between you and your life and your sin and God who's offering forgiveness to you today through His Son, Jesus Christ, and all that we need to do today is to ask God to forgive us of our sins and invite Him into our lives and commit our lives to following Him. And today I want to give people an opportunity right now to do that wherever you are. And you simply just need to bow your head and close your eyes right now and pray this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, today I acknowledge that I am a sinner. 
I ask you today, Lord, to forgive me of all of my sin. I thank you today for your forgiveness. I invite you into my life. I confess today, Jesus, that I am born again. I'm a child of God. Jesus, today I commit to following you. I declare today you are my Lord and my Saviour. I pray this prayer today. In your name, Jesus, amen and amen.